Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa, cheesesteak for hour. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 79th episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. It is Tuesday, June 8th, 10.31 p.m. You're wondering, why are you starting so late? Because game two of the Sixers-Hawks series just ended, and the Sixers win 118-102. to The shakeover has commenced. When everybody counted out the Sixers after game one, the Sixers reminded everybody why they are the number one seed halfway through the first quarter. Yes, the Hawks decide they want to come back and make somewhat of a game out of it. They decide they want to make it something of a game and they kept it that way through three quarters and then the bench finally decide to show up after scoring no points in the first half and Doc Rivers brought in Shake Millen, somebody who we all gave up on, and rightfully so, and he sparked the comeback, not a comeback, but the separation by hitting a buzzer beater at the end of the third quarter, hitting four three-pointers, I think four three-pointers, mm -hmm. and sparking the win that was the decisive well, I don't know, win Just in game two, and it was what we needed to tie <laughs> up this series. We are jacked up. We're ready to go. This is not how we usually do things. It's an immediate reaction to the Sixers winning. Nick, you're all pumped up and ready to go. How are you feeling? Uh, Matt, that was beautiful. Matt, that was beautiful. The game was beautiful. We kicked their fucking, we stomped their teeth in. We mushed their dicks inside their bodies. Yeah. We kicked their asses all over the place. They, were, they got back in it for like a, a second or two. But not for very fucking long because Joel Embiid said, my dick's bigger than yours. Barely a minute or two into it, Nick's talking about dicks, so we Woo are moved up and fired up and ready On to go. brand. Dirty, your thoughts? I was scared three quarters into that game, and then all of a sudden, there he came with a halo above his head, and he just came off the bench, and you're going, oh, no. Furkan and Maxi are throwing air balls everywhere, and we got to play Shake Milton, and you're going, Jesus Christ. And then all of a sudden, it just ba-boom, ba-boom. The three, the buzzer beater at the at the after the third quarter. I was, dude. I mean, come on. The Shake Milton game. The shakeover. If you saw the Shake Milton game coming in game two, God bless you. Because I shakeover. He said, "Ooh, that's great." Oh my God, oh. I need the shakeover. Jimmy, you've been watching basketball this year for about two weeks. How was it watching this exciting <laughs> game? <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, this is the most fun I've had yet, Matt. This is it. What a great game. What a great, exciting game. So let's get into it. The the Sixers lost game one. Triple H rang the bell. An awesome moment. Oh. But it, was, it was instantly deflated by the Sixers having nine turnovers in the first quarter and not being able to uh, come back and get over that huge just deficit. They did make a game out of it in the fourth quarter. But everyone after that, it seemed, counted the Sixers out nationally. It seemed like the Sixers weren't the first seed. It seemed like they were automatically saying that Joel Embiid wouldn't be able to come back and that Trey Young was just going to take over the series. Uh, not so fast. They are the first seed. They are the first seed for a reason. And Joel Embiid, I'm going to say, I mean, I might have egg on my face after this, 
Joel Embiid is going to play until he shows us that he's not, until something extreme happens where he falls down and gets re-injured. He's not going to play through a game and then out of nowhere says Joel Embiid's not playing game through your game four. Every time he touches the ball, you're just staring at every little thing that he does. Of course. Just I, praying. I, I agree with that. Not but me. If he gets what? through a game, he's not. we're not going to hear oh, Embiid's not playing game three. Like He got through game yeah. two. It's I all think he's colors. obviously fine. Not only is he getting through these games, he's averaging fucking 40 points in <laughs> 15 he's, rebounds. Right. He's obviously fine. I mean, My God. They're, they're calling it a small meniscus tear. Like, I mean, I think we're talking about a little boo-boo here. You know, I, I think I'm not going to just I'm not going to act like it's not. So yeah, I am Nick Joel putting the kiss of death on it. Makes yeah, me exactly. Throw up. Yeah, and, because and, you know what? I'm not into that juju jinx bullshit. Dirty <laughs> Joel Embiid is fine. Yeah, I'm kind of with Nick All on this. Is though, right in the world. Like, I, I, I agree, though, because. The only way you're going to win is for Joel Embiid to just play his game and play all out. So you can't like you can't sit there and worry about him. He's just got to play. He like and, let, and got and, better. And let the, the chips fall where they may. He has to just be himself yeah, and, and I, go full oh, throttle. I totally agree he with has that. to go there, full throttle. There's no holding him back. And I'm saying like there, he's going to play there. If he ends a game, he's playing the next game. I don't think there's any doubt like, oh, is he going to play game three? If he finished game two, he's playing game three. Yeah. If he finishes game three, he's playing game four. Unless you see him get injured in a game. There's no question whether yeah, he's going to play listen, or not. He's, and he's going to play at the level that he's playing And he's at. getting two, three days in between starts now, where like before it wasn't like that. During the regular season, you'd have to be really careful. From maybe, what, maybe sit him for two weeks and this kind of thing. Like Now it's like he's getting some time to rest. From what I've heard of from learned doctors, this is more of a pain tolerance learned thing it. than it is. Learned it. Learned it. Whoa. L-E-A-R-N-D-E-D, -E -E for those at home. Learned it. For, uh, what I've heard from learned doctors, <laughs> Jesus Christ, doctors is that this is more of a pain tolerance thing than, you know, something that will get worse as he as he as he plays on it. I, I think it's more like, you know, it's a small tear. It, it, it's I, I, I just kind of see it more as like a boo boo. OK. All right. That's enough. No one needs your your doctoral expertise. Uh, Dr. Man. Nuke. Dr. Nuke. Well, uh, okay. all right. All right. I mean, so we're, we're jiving from the game. We're feeling good about it. It just. It just really, it pissed me off that everyone counted the Sixers out after game one. I mean, they were putting the Hawks Matt, in they the went finals to, they went to with the Nets. minus 130 to win the series. We should have bet, we should have bet our entire Wait, bet, they put the Hawks at minus 130? No, the, the Sixers minus 130. We okay. should have no, bet everything. That, that makes more sense. If they put the Hawks minus 130, I know, but that would have been But the Sixers I mean, still should have been in the 200s. I mean, the Hawks are not that good. It makes sense. I mean, it's tough, man. When you're the one seed and you lose that one game at home, I mean, your home, home advantage is gone, obviously. But they so. lost it in the first 10 minutes. I mean, let's be honest. They, they were fine after, well, not fine because and, the bench was bad, it, but. Vegas knows all right, so let's talk a little bit about it. So here's some things that went down before the game that got people scared. They had, and now the names are alluding me, they had the referees that everyone in the NBA just Foster. really hates. Foster and Brothers, right? Uh -huh. Those are the two big ones. They're the ones that everyone hates. So the most tenured referees, they call games pretty much tight, and I don't think they did that much this game. They had a couple of questionable calls, but guess what? That's they the were NBA. fine. There's a couple of questionable calls in every game, as long as it's not yeah. throughout the it game. It went both no. ways tonight. And, it, and it it's did. what uh, Doc Rivers was a little leery about and having Ben Simmons guard Trey Young throughout the entire game. It's what we were all pulling our hair out and screaming. I was like, why don't you have Ben Simmons on Trey Young the entire game? It's because Ben's going to guard him aggressively. You have a 6'10 guard guarding however tall Trey Young is. There's obviously a height differential. 5'4". But when you 5'4", five, 5'3", five, debatable little one or the other. Little bitch ass. Yeah. You little, little bitch ass. Yeah. 
and but he didn't want him getting eaten up with one to two fouls early on the first quarter, second quarter. Dude, I mean, that's exactly what happened. So when Danny Green failed, they put Ben on Trey and he had three, two fouls in three minutes and immediately had to pull Ben from the game in game Mm -hmm. one. Exactly. So, but the fouls weren't called as we all kind of expected with this referee duo. And there's a trio there as well of brothers and, and what's his name. That again, and, and Ben came out and fucking said it too. He was like, are they, he's like, are they, are they going to let us play? Or are they not? He said, I'm six ten. You got to let me play. Like I'm six ten. Yeah. That's what he said. I mean, Jesus Christ, you're, you're, you're a six ten man guarding a five foot four little baby. midget with a stupid baby. hair, like a little baby. And yeah. we yeah. all know that the NBA is, is ref differently. It's to the offensive player. They want scoring, but on the flip side of it, whether we're six or six or not, it is the playoffs. You want them to play a little bit. And yes, Trey Young, he's very shifty and he is talented at getting calls called for him. Like that call on Thibault tonight was crazy. And then, but to to the referee's credit, they easily could have threw Joe out of that game. I was going to say the same for thing. For pushing 30. Gallinari from behind because that yep. was completely uncalled. They could have tossed. You're right. Yeah, You're 100% that- right. Gallinari threw him down earlier in the game, which I didn't see. And they went back and showed it. I'm like, all right, that's why Joe was pissed. But all the dude did was stand up and Joe just launched him. And I'm like, that, oh, no. That said, there was a little bit. I threw in- something across my living room. I thought he was there tossed. Was, there was in-game history behind why that happened. Does that excuse Joe for doing that? No, he no. has to have a cooler head nope. for that. But there is in-game history by he thought Gallinari did something. You can question whether he did or not. It looked like Gallinari just got picked up. I bet there's a little bit of a shoulder shove that didn't need to happen there. That does not excuse Joe for doing that. He needs to have a cooler head yeah realize who he is on the team they can sacrifice Gallinari bro they can't sacrifice you exactly which is why I <laughs> think Gallinari had a little Although bit you of wouldn't have shot. noticed tonight Gallinari went the fuck off yeah he had like 10 points no he did not but he I had a lot of points I think there is a difference between being able to review whether you're going to have a double technical on a potential MVP in the league who was given sorry. to Jokic <laughs> or a, a bang bang play Trey Young dropping his yeah. shoulder and getting tie bull you know, Blake of an eye call. So mm-hmm. all that said, the record with those refs on the Sixers, I think was five and 16. So everyone's very worried about that. Was, they called the most fouls in 48 minutes. And absolutely. Over the last whatever were, it was. I think years. there was a grievance filed when the Rockets lost to the uh, Golden State Warriors in game seven a couple of years ago against those refs. Like that's what the history a of grievance. It. Is that the word? I'm you know, it's for? bad if somebody's. Yeah, that's, a, that's uh, exactly what it was. General grievance. If somebody, general. Gets, if somebody gets to grievance levels, you know, grievance general levels grievance. Are, uh, just sneezing, a sneezing robot. Did, yeah. he, did he mean to say egregious? No, what that's am I a big trying word to that say? I know. Something, the sneezing robot in no, Star I mean, that, Wars that, was the worst thing they ever did. Continue, yeah. Sorry, continue. No, you're uh, right. It's a terrible character. I mean, come on. A robot walking around sneezing? It's really bad. What are we doing? It was really, Guys, really bad. General Grievous is... Don't General do it, Grievous, Nick. Don't. Not Grievance. Uh, General Grievous. Don't. I don't know the official word is Grievance, but they were upset. Can I say that? Sure. Grievance yeah. is actually... That is the right... I, I, I don't know, you dare come in I know I'm the guy that doesn't know words. But grievance, you dare I know, come I know in. but grievance is like a fucking third grade word. I mean, you guys throw like college level words at me and I don't fucking know them. It's not a fucking bit. I don't know these goddamn words, but grievance? Yeah, it, it, grievance? It's a real word. And you were using it correctly. Yeah, I, I said you were. I just think it's funny, you know. Oh, I thought you were saying, you, Matt. Why is Nick coming in here? Like I don't know. He's whoa, coming. whoa, 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 whoa! Like you he's were always, on. I thought we were on the same side, he's Matt. Always no. Very rarely are we. Ever. Yeah. Very. <laughs> I might go back rarely. and listen to this and apologize to Nick, but I don't know where he's coming from on this one. He's, no, I'm, he's I'm just, lost here. He's just always. What are you talking about, Dirty? Shut the fuck up! All right. Damn it! All right. Sixers win game two. They come out. 
I mean, from the tip, the tip ball was to Danny Green on oh. our side of their side of the court. Score. We come in, two points. Beep. Place was electric. Mm. Dr. J rang the bell. Very classy move. Very mm. good. Very simple. We went from the suck it of Triple H and Joel and B to the classiest guy in our Yeah, they, they, they said, let's, let's just not do something like that again. Yep. Let's, 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 let's breathe. <laughs> let's, let's, you know? Yeah, what do we yeah. do game one? We're going to do the opposite of that. We, we were we, yeah. we were feeling ourselves Let's breathe. Let's sleep with the sound much. machine on tonight. Let's, 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 let's chill. Could shit. you imagine if Dr. J rang the bell three times, did the patented hand up and thank you, and just gave a very no, it's, it, suck it. it. It's, it's, <laughs> no, Dr. J, just to like make sure that it's complete opposite. Dr. J should have been in like a nice, comfortable lounge chair, like master piece theater and just like sort of just sort of master p just hit the bell real yeah. gingerly yeah you know just sort of ding. yeah <laughs> and then did a windmill dunk yeah it would have been nice but i just maybe a nice glass i want to talk about game two of course we're going to but i like i kind of wish let it out we were we had a game three that we there were game two that was happening on Wednesday and not Tuesday because I was so Ooh. sick of everybody just talking about how the Hawks are just going to win the series and could they win the series? Yes, they, they obviously could, but to count the Sixers as hard as everybody did, like what 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 Honestly, team are Matt, we talking you, about? It's like the Sixers are they not that good of a team? Do they still don't have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris and guys who can rip from three and Seth Curry and excuse me, Danny Green hasn't gotten hot yet. He's a streaky shooter, so don't let him get hot because if that happens and Seth Green does stay hot, that's just another. Uh, uh, bullet in the chamber here for the Sixers. And we looked like we slowed down Trey Young a bit. Is that going to happen every game? No, he's a superstar. He's going to get hot again, but they just counted us out so, so much. And we almost came back from being woefully down in game one, and we lost, what, four or five? Well, let's be honest. Who who counted us out? The national media. And the reason I saw, because I was, I wanted to dive in and find out why, and the real reason is because Doc's just got this reputation in the league where he just can't close out. And yeah, he did win a title with Boston in 08 but he's kind of known as the coach that once he gets to the playoffs he overthinks things and like in that game one when he was just using the all bench lineup and there were, there yeah, was just some very, right. there were some very confusing things that he was doing where you're like dude like this is the playoffs you don't need 10 guys narrow it down to 8 you might not need for a can and shake on game one like I don't know why you're plugging these guys in like every other team in the fucking playoffs is using 8 guys and you're using 10 and I just didn't I, that, that's what people are going to and they're going here comes Doc again he's overthinking it he's overdoing it and like that seems to be his you're, reputation. You're 100 percent right. It's why he got fired from the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, a loaded exactly team why. Of Clippers, and they're looking for a different person to head that team. That's 100 percent. He right. really struggles to close stuff out. And like so, at the end of the first quarter, he just plugged in. Uh, I have it right here. Hold on. He plugged in George Hill, Maxi, Corkmaz, Matisse, Tybel, and Dwight Howard, and the Hawks went on a 17 to 0 run. Well, that was game one. That's what I'm saying. So he adjusted. In game That's why two. the national media though was was. You're you're right. And that is what they they ran with, but it's just like, ah. yeah, I don't know. Do we do? I don't know if we properly set up the time for the people. You know, we're recording this right after game two. I, he did. I, I started that off right. I know you don't First like to listen. Said, I know you don't like to First listen to us during when we do the show. That's ex- that's literally mm-hmm. very emphatically how I open this he's show. A, he's oh. a producer. You know, he's a producer. He yeah, I'm sitting back here. In fact, he did so well. Music. Nick like lost his mind and was really excited. About that's it. why I went to Nick first instead of Dirty Mike this episode. I'm back here on the ones and twos. Just doing, just tying your shoes, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Just doing what you want to do. Very jazzy. Anything, anything. I'm gonna play a little something underneath this. Sure. Here. Do whatever you want. And if, you, and if it doesn't come yeah. up, that's fine as well. Sure. Whatever it is. We'll just anything that. you want to bring up. Anything okay. you want to talk about at all. We can, can, can mm and ah on the silence. Mm. 
Let me ask you something, Matt. Do you feel that? I can feel something. You feel that bass? I don't feel much anymore. But I felt tonight. I felt tonight. You were cheering. It was nice to yeah. see something out of you. Hey, it I mean. It's nice to see just anything out of you. You're a lifeless person at this point <laughs> in your life. You're cheering for some threes and you were getting upset when Atlanta was coming back. I was not. I've known you for a long time. And I haven't seen that in almost a decade. Mm. Oh, that's not true. The Eagles won the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl in the last yes, decade. That's true. When the Eagles won the Super Bowl, you know. Oh, stop. That whole season I was I was yeah. No, I'm a I'm a very passionate fan. I the, the, the passionate the, Eagles the, fan. I mean the product the lately. Eagles fan. The product lately in this town hasn't really been all that great. What, uh, Sixers? No, I'm not talking about basketball. Pretty much everybody else. Like, I'm talking about okay. over the last calendar right. year and a half. Okay, all right, that's or, fair. the Phillies have been a, a shit show for a while. Uh, the Eagles last year were, uh, you know what I mean? So it, it's nice to have a competitive yeah. Philly sports back, and and the yeah. fans were into in it in a big way. The fans oh, were and, into it, and it you nice. hate every sport except for football. No, that's not true. He's not at huge all. Huge baseball fan. Huge baseball fan. Huge yeah. baseball fan. Yeah. While we're talking heavy, old Sixers, Double Day, he came up with a great old uh, Double Day Abner couple Abner uh, Double Day, some great rules. As we're talking about the Sixers, can we tip our hat, Scott Kingery, for getting officially released? Oh man, hey. we've said it all along. The just living the life, making MLB level paychecks, and then just going back to the small town where no hitting one cares, up, hitting up the Applebee's, no one Ro- cares. rolling in on a two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars Ferrari while uh, everyone else is trying an, a, 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 Rav, a Rav Four. Ooh. He goes down to the local saloon. You know the chicks are all over Absolutely. him. He's the biggest celeb in town. Yep, living it up. Four you know, four thousand dollar Ray Bans, and here he is in the dugout. There's that you know. There's always that guy we always talk about. There's that guy that walks up to you and says, you know, you're like, hey man, how you doing? He says, living the dream. And you just want to knock his teeth in. When he says it. If you walk by Scott Kingery and, he, and you're like, hey, man, how you doing? You know, yeah, but you, he's the only guy that like, can say it got, and get away with it. You just got moved to the minors. Like, I, how you doing, man? He just goes, living the dream. That's a great point, Nick, because he's the only guy that can currently say it. And, and like, he really is. And when he says it, you're I wouldn't just be like, mad if he said that like, at all. I mean, you just look at him and you're like, I don't yeah, know about that. There's you know a lot what? of really rich people. He is. No, yeah. there's a lot of really rich people with limelight that, that things are, that to worry are, about. Yeah, yeah. There's literally yeah, yeah. nothing to Great worry point, about. Matt. No, That's exactly it. No kidding. Kingery just said, fuck it. Everyone else has to still try hard. He's in his early 20s and leave. He's not doing now. anything. Nothing probably single. Probably, yeah. you know, pro- just he, he can. He, he can shows to, up he, to the games in the fourth he inning. He can go to bed whenever he wants. If he's not single, he's doing it wrong. Yeah. All right. So that's, uh, you know, what other podcasts can go from Sixers? Out when there in Allentown. Throwing angry. wherever he is, throwing axes. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, yeah. going. Don't they? They like to go out in fields and just shoot guns and stuff. He's probably doing a little bit of that. Sure. Well, I went to college in the Lehigh Valley area. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you know, that was my old work territory. I know. I know yeah. it well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Know it well. Yeah. They don't do much. Not a lot. It, great diners. God, there's some great diners. Oh yeah. yeah. A lot of open well, fields and roads. You know why? Because there's a lot of old, the great old ladies up there. Great old ladies. A lot of trucks going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Up, uh, sure. Blue route. Two things that. that you need. A lot of construction. Two things that you need. A lot of trucks. A lot of old ladies. Great, great old ladies. That, sweet old ladies and old ladies with attitude. More hospitals. Yeah. Yeah. Just the right amount of sass. Yeah. I need just the right amount of sass out of my but diner need, lady. But you yes, but you need the old sweet lady at the other end to to do. Uh, you know, counteract right. the sassy old lady. I don't know, man. The old, when I go to, when the I go old to, good cop, bad cop, Matt. Absolutely. I don't know. When I go to a diner, I feel like I get the I get the combination of both. It's like you, she walks up to your table and you're like, 
oh man, she hates my guts. But well, then she, I like that a lot. Oh, but, my but, favorite kind of waitress. But then she walks out your food and she's like, here you go, sweetie. And you're like, oh man, she's really nice. And then like, she goes right back to like, oh fuck, she hates my guts. I, I think that's what you have to be to be a diner lady. Well, and that's when you graduated to master class diner lady. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we had one of those when we went to the Poconos a little bit ago. Yep. First, I mean, first, she walks in. She was amazing. You're like, she's been doing this for 40 years. First and foremost, I can tell you, uh, clearly you've never worked in for food service. Nope, nope. Uh, well, yeah. no, I worked in a deli. Every single that's one. That's not it. Every, yeah, that doesn't count. You're no. right. Every single one of your waiters or waitresses hates you. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's just how it goes. Just until you tip. Yeah. And other then, than that, and then nah, get the fuck even out. still. Other than that, they hate your rotten guts. Absolutely. Yeah, but most of, them, most of them try to act like they don't. No, see, I would get a great tip and be like, no, eh, fool yeah, you. that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's of acting. course, Nick. Of course, they act. I know, but the diner ladies don't give a fuck. They'll walk up and be like, here's your fucking menus. I'll come back in a minute. And then the next thing you know, they're like, what do you want, sweetie? And I'm like, uh, my, my emotions are all over the place, but I think I'm in love with you. My favorite waitress is when they like you tell them like say you want a side of ranch and they forget it and you ask them for it and they get pissed off and have to oh, come back for best. it. That's the kind of bitch I need in my life. Absolutely, because then you think, what happened to you? What did your dad? Yeah, do? I just want to hear about it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And how many how many loogies are in my ranch? Mm. Lehigh Valley, you know, it's more funny. hospitals than any society needs. Nick always brings Lehigh it Valley. down. He's got a he had to go loogie on us. Nick always brings it down. Yeah, we've all eaten a loogie, believe me. So yeah. outside Joel Embiid and Shake Mill. And who was a big component? You know, Tobias Harris Toby, once again, yeah. very early in the game, he brings it. He brings Stealth. it very yes. He always he always pads up the stat sheet early on. I think Sixteen in the first half. Him and Seth Curry have been very stealth. Seth Curry, man, Seth Curry's been stepping it up. I said a couple weeks ago that I was a little disappointed. In the guy, no. he slapped me in the face. He, he said, said, "Shut up, Matt." Yeah. Shut up, Matt from Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Out. Yep. And I'm like, I will shut he up. He uppercutted you in the balls from behind, like Upper WWE style. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Seth Curry has been fantastic. He's been doing exactly what his job is, which is being a sharpshooter from three and horrible on defense. Just and terrible. I couldn't be happier. Terrible. Because that's what his job is. The only reason Herder's having a good series is because Curry is just that bad I at defense. It's, it's the only reason Herder's just a good three-point shooter is what he's they do. A, he's a streaky, yeah, he's streaky a, little guy. That's what he says. But when he's Herder. open, he's going to hit him. Her, what a name, Herder. Dirt, Dirty Mike. What did, did you say his first name? Yeah, was it Kirk, right? Aha, it's catching on. Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Herder. His name, name is Kevin, and I've been calling Kevin. him. I've been calling him Kirk for Kirk. both games, and it caught on that quick. Yeah, look at you, fucking. I think we should up. call him Kirk because yeah, I just he's like Kirk. That he's a Kirk. He looks like a Kirk. Yeah. All right. Yeah, from I, now think on, I think it's very important. From now on, the Atlanta Hawks player will be known as Kirk Herder. Perfect. Yeah, Let's I mean, Kirk Cousins is a doucher. Fuck so Snotty's just, melting right now. Fuck you, Snotty. You know what? Yeah. You know what? I came up with it, and Snotty was like, "Why are you calling him Kirk?" And I'm like, "Because he's a Kirk." There's, there, there, you, look, there might be some really cool Kirks out there, but like Captain no, Kirk's but, the only one. No, but when you meet a Kirk, like you're off on the wrong foot, buddy. You better be. You got to bring it. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, we we brought up this name a couple of times. We have a friend named Snotty. He went to Maryland for one semester, and he acts like he's he's a huge no. He never fan. went there. He acts like he's a huge Terp guy. Like my alumni. His second Maryland cousin terps. went there. He had three classes with the Carmel. Anthony and he's kind of. like a huge, like he's a huge Sixers fan, huge Philadelphia sports fan. He's like, oh man, I love Kirk Kurt. He's Smith. cool. Turbs, like go all the way the, the turtles. So shut up, Snotty. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, with that, so it was the second half Shake Show, the Shake Over, the Shake. Uh, yeah, whatever. Sixers win. We're going to Atlanta. Are there any lines up for the third game yet? Anything? Anything that you can find dirty while I keep talking? I can, yeah, I can look. Go ahead, bud. Yeah, so keep looking. So now the home court advantage is back in the Sixers' hand. I think the Sixers, 
I, I think the Sixers are back. The Sixers are going to win this series. They are the better team. I think it will be split in Atlanta, uh, and they'll come back home. I think it's Sixers and six. Nick? Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. I mean, I, I can't disagree with you. I, I think it's Sixers and six. I think... I mean, the, what what you saw tonight, I kind of want to say Sixers and five, but, you know, the, the, the Hawks are probably going to win one at home, like you said. I, but it, the Sixers showed who's the better team tonight. They just did. It, you know, the, the first game, it was fluky. It was. The Sixers, very, the Sixers very are, fluky. The Sixers are not going to give up 47 points in any quarter ever again. I mean, that's a lot of points. It's just not going to happen. There were nine turnovers for 14 points. I just, this, this, Atlanta team is just not as talented as we are. And Trey Young is not as good as everybody thinks he is. He's a good player. He's not. He's a very good player. He's not Devin Booker. You know, he's not that good. He's not Devin Booker. He's not Luka Doncic. He's that style of player. Absolutely. Absolutely. He is that style. And that's why I compared him. He is. He is not as good as them. And I'm not that. I'm not. After game one, was I a little tad, a little tad bit worried? Yeah, of course. You don't want to lose game one. But nope. I'm not I worried anymore. I wasn't because of everything you said. It was such a fluky game. Nine turnovers in the first quarter. They were hitting absolutely everything. Absolutely everything mm. they were hitting. And they brought it back in the fourth quarter with that stifling defense, the full court zone. Shake motherfucking Milton. Yeah, Shake Milton came out and did separate. I get that. And that's awesome. You need somebody just to just to turn it off for your Dude, team. for a the turbo crowd, jet. For every, yes, a, a turbo jet. All right, so the line Shake now, Milton, a turbo jet. A turbo in jet. this game, he sure as fuck was. A turbo jet. You're nuts if you didn't think he came shake in and changed jet, that game. Jet Milton. Shake Jet. Just, jet Shake Milton. You, you what do you got? Turbo jet. I mean, that's a powerful. Just a powerful for the thing. game, not in life. Oh, okay. okay. Just, for the, right. just, just for the moment. Just for, right. just for t- Come on, 20 minutes, the end of the, for The end of the third quarter when he hit at the buzzer beater, a little minutes. turbo jet. Mm-hmm. My God. Can you take that, Jimmy? Can you take that? Joe, yeah. Take it. Take it, take it hard. All right. As of right now, on Tuesday night, you know, immediately after the game sure. in Atlanta, game three, Friday night, my birthday. Hey! Oh, look at that. Yeah, turning 34. I was going to say God. 22. Okay. God, you're old and ugly. I am fat and ugly. Yep. And getting older. Um, That's Sixers, the only thing you can do. 10 pounds, like 10 pounds a year. I can get skinnier by getting older. That's all 10 I can do. 10 pounds a year. Um, Sixers. One and a half point favorites in Atlanta. I still think these lines are asking if Embiid is in or not, but they showed the other night they were waiting for Embiid to come in and only made like a one and a half to two point difference. So you're, that's yeah, I'm you're hitting at. that now. I'm hitting yeah, that now. I, I would went, too. Before you looked it up, I had three and a half in my head, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Titans uh, in the South at home. One and God, a half, I'm, I'm hammering I'm that. such a vagina. I'm so nervous of that game. <laughs> I really am. I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared. After tonight, I'm not. We're traveling out there. They're at home. They're going to be fired up after that and loss. I bet, I bet Trey goes off. I bet Trey goes absolutely <laughs> yes, that, off. That is how an away game works. He goes, we're traveling out there. They're at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, 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 that's the way the series the lo- is turning. The logo is on their floor. Yeah. All right. They have this southern is, accents. This is going to be a shorter first half because we <laughs> did want to do this immediately after the second game. Any final thoughts about the second game or what's going to happen in the third game? Well, I think it's interesting because like uh, in in game one, you you saw a Sixers team that um, had a fluky bad game. And then in this game, I think you saw a Hawks team that had like a little bit of a cool night. So I'm in, I, you know, I don't like I don't I'm not worried about the Sixers. I tend to agree Sixers and six. Um, but. Like, I don't think you've seen either 
you haven't seen a game where both teams are like you know kind of playing. Nah, the as Hawks they play. are not a the, the Hawks are not a lose by seventeen do we, right. team. Do we know? I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I like that, Jimmy. Do we know what Trey's line was tonight? I mean, we do. Can someone get it? I I like that, Jimmy. Maybe a more. It's even, a good point. I mean, can we get a game that ends by like one to two points and not because the the Sixers came back like last? Yeah, we'll probably minutes. get a couple, right? I mean, we probably will. You know, like you said, I mean, the, neither team is as bad as they showed in either of those games. Twenty one and eleven assists for Trey. All right, so it wasn't you know twenty one points, points is but not bad, but, but not well, for Trey. How, many, how many shots did he chuck up? Oh, well, probably way. I know how six, many he was six. For, he was six for sixteen. That's, that's it. Lot, that's so that's not, not a lot of shots. No. I mean, that tells you the defense is doing a lot. There. One for seven from three. I mean, shit, that's not a lot of shots. One for seven from three is terrible. No, that's Beautiful. Exa- but that's exactly the type of player he is. He's not factor. the most prolific three-point Dude, shooter. Dude, listen, Doc changed it up this game. The he ben, didn't have ben, Danny ben, Green man. on him. Though. Well, he had a bunch of guys on him this game. He had Ben on him. He had he had he put went back to Danny Green. I saw that he had Tybal on him. He mixed it all up. Absolutely. All this said for all you people who are going to hear what I'm saying about Trey and Nick say. He's an amazing player. Like yeah, that yeah, one yeah, for yeah. seven can be six for seven easy any night. He's just not automatic. Like he hits those floaters and he can shoot from the logo and make it. But he's super. He's streaky. not. He's not that top tier. He's not. He's not. We we the two players we called out of the right two players because they're very similar styles. No, he, he's not Luca well, and he's not Devin well, Booker. He's, I mean, he's he, certainly not Dane. Trey Young well, lives he's not on the same. He lives and dies off the pick and roll, which is what they murdered the Sixers with in Game One. Yeah, and and when he's not pick and rolling if he keeps it he rolls in with those floaters he love he shoots like 50 percent on those little floaters which tonight joe was all over and and thibault started to get so all yeah off. i think i think thibault blocked two of them all right and that, let's go Should yeah we- is, ha- is eskin going to smash simmons into the floor tomorrow for his 4.3 rebound seven assist yeah. night just murder him he's gonna scream for an hour right that's what we're yeah okay they, just they, make sure. all, they all are Good. wip is ben's 4.9 Absolutely. That's all we're going to talk say, about, it's, right? It's going to say uh, Sixers won game two, 118-102, and the first thing we're going to say is Ben's stat line. That's it. 4-3-7. Because that, get, that gets the calls in, and that's yep. how they do. Yep. Should have won, won by 40. And then people, and then the social media is going to be like, I don't know why you listen to Sports Talk Radio, and that's how they drum up ratings. That's how they drum up calls and listeners. Yep. That's good, it. good for them, man. And the world goes round, and 100 years from now, we'll have another global pandemic, and it just goes and goes <laughs> yeah. and goes. Yeah, Eskin and will goes. still be alive. It's just how the world goes round. Spike will come back. Yep. All right. Uh, we'll be right back. This episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour is brought to you by Farts. <laughs> And we are back, and we can't start. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why is he laughing? He's got calm, man. That's a legit sponsor. We can't, ha, we can't start without thanking our sponsor, Farts. Thank Great sponsor. <laughs> it is. It gives a lot of money. Well, stinky. <laughs> we take our sponsors very seriously, <laughs> and Farts. We're there this week to sponsor our show, give us some money to push through, and we we are very thankful to have Farts sponsoring our show. Mm-hmm. We, we needed them. They called. Yep. And they were there. We said, hey, Farts, come on in. <laughs> they were there, just like they're there for you, because everybody farts. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. Everybody farts. And Farts knows that. Farts knows that. Mm-hmm. Farts knows that, mm-hmm. and they know that you need them, and they need you. Yeah, it's farts. It's an acronym. It stands for the Flatulence Association of Real Real uh, 
Uh, testosterone. To- toxic assholes. Yeah. Damn, I was on a roll there <laughs> for a were. second. Shiny. But, you know, they're here for us. They're here for you. Uh, so thank you, Farts, mm-hmm. for uh, tonight's mm-hmm. episode. For us and for you, the listener. So if you're listening, go ahead and fart. <laughs> yeah, just fart right now. Just, just, just if you got to. If you don't, have to. Stop holding them in. You, yeah. don't, yeah. you don't need to do that. So that's it. Let uh, her rip. Let her <laughs> Go ahead and fart. Uh, so a couple of quick hitters here to end our episode. We got to celebrate one of our longtime guests who uh, comes in unannounced and uninvited. Uh, Tony LaRusso. Good for him. Big moment. What That's right. Uh, That's Tony, right. before you no. come in, before you come in, we got to announce what you've done. No, it's, I'm not Tony. I'm, <laughs> my name is Bigsby Turnbuckle. Okay, <laughs> Bigsby. <laughs> Nick or Dirty, while Bigsby's here, can you announce what Bigsby and Tony have done? Tony LaRussa, <laughs> our, our favorite fella, has moved into second place on MLB's all-time manager wins <laughs> list with number 2,764 career wins, Bigs- passing John McGraw. Bigsby, you have the second most wins in the history of Major League Baseball. That's an astonishing feat. That's right. We're playing the... Hey, right now we're playing the Blue Jays. Did you know I don't like them? The Blue Jays. You don't like the Blue Jays? <laughs> no. What's wrong with the Blue Jays? Because I told the manager the bird, the Blue Jay, is the most likely... The male Blue Jays are the most likely to be deadbeat birds. They leave the nest. Okay. All right. Tony, that's fine. But this is such a huge accomplishment. How are you celebrating? And they just leave them all. The young, you know when birds are little, they and they open their mouths. Yeah. Uh huh. And you just this a male blue jay. He sees all that. Uh huh. And then he just flies away. Sure. Flies away. How did you celebrate becoming the second most winningest coach in Major League Baseball? Uh, what do you think I did? I got fucking smash hammered. It's <laughs> <laughs> not. Why did I even ask? You're right. That that is a, that is a fault of mine for even asking. He couldn't you. Terrible, have done it otherwise. Terrible interviewing on my I part. I tied it on like you never seen it's before. Short. Did you drive I, around a little bit? I tied it on, and then I went out <laughs> for an evening drive. This is my favorite thing to do. I bet it is. I mean, you don't you don't just drive around like a rookie to get the second most wins in MLB history. There's a lot of a lot of beers went into those victories. Sure. Are those pesky guys stealing your bats and balls coming back in your dugout still doing that to you at all <laughs> after all these years? Nah, ever since I punched one of them. You punched one of the kids? <laughs> Now that they told they said, Tony, stay away from the ball, boys, whatever that means. And then they <laughs> then they started hiring like bigger, burlier guys, uh, you know, just in case I got a little punch drunk again. You know what I mean? Tony, listen, I want to be honest with you. I don't like you, but I can't deny a Hall of Famer second winningest coach in the history of the sport that's been around longer than any sport in America. So you're welcome anytime, and you can celebrate here. Just don't go on the road, okay? That's right. Matt, kiss, Matt you want to kiss this rig? No, I don't want to kiss this Which ring. Which one? Kiss the rig, Matt. Look at all. I don't, want to, I don't even see a ring. Where's the ring? I see this finger here. Oh, my God. Let me get it close to your face. No, get that away from me. Get, that away, get, 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 get that away from me. What are you doing? It. No, ew. Ew. 
Matt, smell it. Oh my god, you smell old. All right. It smells like Jägermeister. It does. All right, get out of here, Bigsby. That's it. Any thoughts on Tony outside being just a belligerent drunk? No, if he didn't drink, he'd have 800 career wins. I'm positive. Nice. He's still a Hall of Fame coach. Do you remember that time he intentionally walked Albert Pujols this year? <laughs> I and sure then, do. And then Albert Pujols got <laughs> let go by the Angels. <laughs> I had the pleasure of watching that live. And the Angels announcer just goes, oh, he walked Albert Pujols. He's so like, drunk. He's, like, he's, like it's 2010. He's, he's, he's so drunk. He says, holy shit, it's oh." He's a dangerous man at the plate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Sure is. Yeah, back when times were simpler, he sure was. Uh, he certainly was. Okay. Um... I can't believe this is our next topic. From farts to totally Russo, where's what's next? Uh, yeah, well, again, sponsored by go farts. Here? So again, folks, let one out. Um, Nick wrote Canadians sweep the Jets. So, cool, that's uh, that's cool. Go ahead, Nick. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that happened. But did you see the did you see the Shifley hit? Oh I, yes, I did. The the player oh, murdered the ne- guy next to the net. He he left his feet and he yeah he he wrecked the guy. It he was, was he was it. putting it. He was putting a puck into an empty net, right? And then after did you put, see it dirty? I I, I did. It was I, all over. I didn't see media. the aftermath. I saw the hit, but I feel like the clip that I watched it went away and didn't show the aftermath. So what was the aftermath? He killed the man. No, no, no. Right, I mean, let like, me, let me, let me, I'll explain. So he got suspended for four games. But like, was there a did big he, fight he, afterwards he is get, what I'm saying? Yeah. Did he get suspended? Okay. All right. So, the, so it was a hit of a guy scoring on an empty net goal. It was real. It was brutal. And a guy on the other. So I, I don't remember the teams. Like who, what team scored and what team hit it? The Canadian scored. And the guy in the, the jet, the guy hit. on the jets, Mark Shifley. If you gave me names, no one's going to know. No one's going to know. You're this. right. You're right. So Shifley the, killed a man. So the jet scored. No, the Canadian. The scored. Canadian scored, and the Jet crushed the guy. Like yeah. Left his feet, crushed the guy, they killed him. And this guy's concussed, probably more than the first Jet that's crushed the guy just, in years. There's absolutely just this murder, and the guy who got murdered is on the ice, just like begging for his life to just still be there. Yeah, and all the guys are are trying to help his teammate out. There's a scrum on the ice, and here's what I took away from it: the guy in the other team sees that this guy is probably dead. He goes. Holy fuck. And usually when there's a scrum on the ice and there's a guy on the ground, there's a fight happening over top of the yeah, guy. That's what the guy on the other team says, holy shit, this guy might be dead. And Jesus. he took it upon himself to like back everyone away from the fight over wow. top of the guy that's dead. Just the, legit The ref did too. Yeah. Uh, so, the ref did too. I so guess. while there's about five to six grown ass men on skates trying to fight it out, there's a guy on the other team while the guy on the other team is dead, like holding off everybody being like, whoa. Listen, and the guy was like shaking. Now was the this ice. the game that they got swept in that he did no, that with. no no okay okay you know maybe I, can, I was like uh, when you're about to get oh hey maybe i can uh shed some uh light oh shay weber okay hey. no yeah this is uh nhl player uh shay weber wait isn't shay on this team shay is on the team yeah what shay shay shay's got a few days off he just hit him and his squad just uh swept the jet so he's got a few days off yeah i challenged uh shyfully to a uh, canadian duel you know um really that's right. Wow. Does that consist yeah, what, of anything outside yeah, sure. of a, a normal you, Well, duel? it's a it's it's your standard duel, uh, but you do it uh, out on a frozen pond. But you have to wait until uh, uh, the right time when the ice is a little bit softer. Okay. Uh, you take ten paces. You turn. Uh, quick compliment <laughs> to the other guy. Okay. Just <laughs> say, uh, "Hey, that's nice." Okay. And then you 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 charge at each other. No firearms, of course, because you know that's you too much. No, that's too American. Just sticks and muscles, huh? But, uh, 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get them once the uh, once the the frost settles in here and uh, and up the coming fall here. It's June. That's gonna be quite some time. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, just more time for me to train. You know, okay. I'm just gonna sort of. I mean, like, you're in the middle of a Stanley Cup hunt, and you're you're preparing for a fall duel. I, you know, I do a lot. I, I'm preparing for a Stanley Cup run. I'm down here, you know, talking to you guys. So. How come you're here? Why? No one wants you here. Montreal, Winnipeg. We don't want you here. Delaware. The, the, the listeners certainly don't want you here. You haven't offered anything in months. Well, you know, I've I really thought about it like that. You know what I mean? I just yeah, like, we can tell. Okay. All right. Chef. Just like coming on. All right. That's it. Can you please leave? Uh, yeah, good. Okay, great. Thanks, Shay. All right, so is he that guy said, okay? He said we compliment each other first. <laughs> okay. Is there any update on the guy that got murdered? He might be, uh, he might be dead. I don't know. That That's the one thing I took away. I, you know, scrolling yeah. through, through social media, you get the quick 30-second video. You're like, holy shit, it's a huge hit. I know nothing about hockey, and I feel like every time in the playoffs I tune in, the Jets are kind of like the Sharks, where they're just like there, and then they just like, get swept. Yeah, I get that. But for me, like, I don't tune into hockey either. But you see the 30 second video, you're like, oh, that's a big hit. But I saw that guy, like, shaking on the ground. I was like, oh, that was a bigger hit than you usually see. Yeah. And I think so that to me is that the guy on the other team was, like, they're backing up and, like, this is bigger that's than That's a usually. wild, like, you're sweeping us, fuck you move. It's insane. It shows, you, it shows you how bad of a person I am that I have no idea how that guy is. Okay, great. All right, so we're moving on. Hopefully that guy's alive. Is he not? Uh, rest in peace. So now um, we're going to step into the past. We're going to step into the past because Nick, Nick, uh, I, I want to like, start yeah. with it. Nick, yeah. you need to see a doctor. We talked about which kind. Nick, Nick a right. neurologist at minimum. We've, My pediatrician says he has no idea what you're talking about. Pediatrician. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nick sets up the whiteboard, and if you don't know what that means, Nick, we, we talk about what we want to talk about. You know, heading into the week about the topics we want to discuss, and Nick puts on the whiteboard, and I look at the whiteboard. I go, okay, this is the next topic we're going to talk about. We talked about this already last week. And before we went into the second half after Fart sponsored us, and again, let one out if you need to, I said, Nick, we already talked about this. He goes, no, we didn't. And this happens a lot. So we're going to talk about Natalie Eganoff again, leaving 97.5 because he doesn't remember having this conversation. As if we cared the first time. Uh, I Correct. Did. I didn't know we talked about it. I, I, didn't, I, I Listen. I'm sorry. We no, call, no, 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 no. We're Nick, not, Nick. not, not. No, we're sorry. We're concerned about you. What is wrong with you your still, memory? You still haven't told me which kind of doctor to see. I'll go. No, home. we don't care about the doctors you need to see. What is wrong with kind you? Kind of do. I don't know. I need to see the doctor and answer that question. We called the, the Atlanta Hawks the Titans of the South for at least 39 episodes. And last week, Nick went, who? There's no way. There's no way they listen. I mean, it was an entire bit built around it. All right, I'm worried. What, what do you want to talk about, Natalie? Eganoff? I forgot about. that we. First of all, I'll admit that I forgot that what we were talking about. I, I I didn't know that we talked about her last week. I apologize. I'm sorry, but she said she came out. You know, this past week and like kind of said like why she left. You know, in not so All many right, words. That's different than her. So it leaving. is different, but you know that's why it was news. Mike and punched it was, her, didn't he? Uh, Could be Nick. Go ahead. Probably, but that's behind the scenes. Um, she said. She said whatever she's moving on to next. She said, "Quote: Getting paid <laughs> for my brain is a really good feeling." And that's what she said about the fanatic departure. So she's insinuating if she got paid for her eyes. She'd be broke. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. There it is. Okay. So I was trying to set dirty up and dirty. <laughs> dirty. dirty already now. Okay. That's all I needed. Um, 
Wait, so um, I completely blacked out there. Um, Very natural. What, what did <laughs> so. she say? Well, Natalie is, a, you know, she's one Just of, say she, it again. Just say it again. Just say what she said again. She wants what? She said, getting paid from my brain is a really good feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know. She's insinuating she wants to get paid for her brain on 97.5 The Fanatic. Mm. So she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm getting this new job where I can actually speak my mind as opposed to. It's reading, a, it's a, it's a reading it's, announcement. She's kicking, she's kicking Mikey Miss in the dick as she's walking out the door, and I just love it. She did the question end is, that article. She did end that article with "This is not a slight." Of course, at she Tyrone did. and Mike. Of course, because did. they were great. So again, no and to people who are listening to us that still listen to Philly sports uh, radio, I don't. Can she hold her own? Hey, Dirty, I got you this trophy. But can she hold her own if she leaves? I know. We got you this trophy. I got you this trophy for not listening to No, I'm just saying that's a legitimate question because I don't want people to be like, this guy's a whole. It's been a whole year. So uh, I know. Congratulations, Dirty. Is she any good and can she hold her own? Because I have no idea. Neither do we. She's never done it before. No one knows. No, but but what do your instincts tell you from listening to the show? But the quote was, it's nice to be getting. So where did she get hired somewhere? No one, no one knows. She that. she hasn't given it out yet. Nobody really oh. cares. She's not giving okay. out where she's been hired. She but she has have, been hired. She does have a podcast, just like everyone else in the world, just not nearly as good as Rocky Bobo. Cheesesteak hey. Fun Hour. Who is sponsored by Nobody's farts? Listening to Let the lipstick. It out. She'll never be sponsored by farts. Ever. Lipstick League will never get sponsored by farts. I can tell you that right now. Let but, her rip, baby. Let her rip. But she has something on the horizon, which I'm sure she will be. Listen to that tagline. She, she was with 97.5. She is a name. She does have looks about her, which she admits. She said it in it. She goes, she knew why she was hired. She, yeah. she said it. She goes, she, it's in the article that she why, read. I know why, exactly. Why was she hired? Because she's a pretty girl in sports yeah. talk radio. And they were on TV. Mikey Miss was on, is on Comcast Sportsnet. Hmm. Okay. Hmm, he said. That's just, you know, I mean, that's, that's a wild accusation to throw out there. Basically, she's, so she thinks she's so good. And deserves her own show with literally no proof of being able to do so. I don't think there's. I don't I think, think she, she's she betting she on deserved. herself. Exactly. I think she's yep. betting on herself. Which I know, and that's good. I hope there she can is. do it. That's why I'm asking. I just don't know if she can. No, this is me saying that. You know, I'm ready for the. I'm ready for the Natalie Eganoff era. Yeah, let's see I'm what okay. she does. If I were to bet, I want to bet against her. She blocked me on Twitter. I don't. A year I, don't ago. I don't. I'm going to bet against her too because she blocked me on Twitter as well. I want to bet against her being successful. She's having her she can't own talk. sports talk show, but I don't fault her for doing it. Like we not on her. She's now, fucking sensitive, and I hate that. We've Jimmy's been, really mad. We've now talked about Natalie Eganoff probably more than her parents talk about her exactly, on this like, podcast. It's so let's. Uh, well, I, I, I totally agree. I didn't know that and we talked about her last week. I didn't know that we talked about her last week. I listened to our show today. Like. That's how that's how bad it is, guys. I think we should probably call nine one one right now. Well, no one cares about you that much. So, all right. Uh, yeah. A couple days ago, we had Game Ooh. One of the Seventy Sixers, and on that day, it was the twentieth anniversary of the step over of Allen Iverson, and what is a great moment in the history of Philadelphia sports. A bunch of people came out. And said it was overrated. God, this really fucking pisses me off. Go off. Really pisses Go me off. Go off. It's not well, about, everyone's whole thing was that Iverson did that, and yeah, cool. They lost the next four games after that and got swept out. Yeah, can we say n- who shit on it first? Can we say I who shit on it first? Care. Sure. Ben Livingston, 
Who? Uh, former producer of uh, WIP, Marks cool, and Reese. Marks and Reese, big job. I mean, he had Rush a big job. Joy and Kevin Kincaid of Crossing Broad. So many people. So dirty. I, I, I'm sorry Hot to cut you off, but like, studs. I know. But, uh, I don't think. I know, no, but that's Ru- why it became a thing. Is because they they fucking put it on Twitter and it blew uh, up. I mean, and it, it, uh, hold on, hold on. Easy hot take. I think Ben Livingston. I don't know if he's a hot take guy. He's kind of a nothing guy. I don't think he did anything. I like Russ a lot. I like Kevin a lot. I don't think they're hot take guys at all. Yeah. I think they spoke their piece about it. I think they thought the mo- they thought the move was overrated. Can I, that, can I continue my tie- bit? Yeah, in a minute. Is it a bit or is it an actual thought? It's not thought? a bit. It's just a thought. Let Matt finish his first, Dirty. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus. I got cut off. Shut up? Yeah, I cut you off because I'm the star I'm of the trying show. To, I'm trying to set I can cut off everything up. Can you Matt, I'm going to cut you off. Shut up. I can cut off anybody. See that? Did you see what I just did? Impressive. I can cut off. Yeah, it was, it was impressive. I can cut off anybody when I want, Jimmy, right? We'd rather you no, not. I'm not falling into this trap. Oh. I, I, Are you done cutting people off so I can sub so I can let oh, yeah. get back to his point? I thought I Nick? had creative control. No, you have zero creative control. Here's the point of it. Is that the step over is this. Is that it is a good moment, but Ty Lue actually had good defense. And then mm-hmm. Allen Iverson had a good shot. And then exactly what you said is that they lost everything after that. So now... Go ahead. And that's what everybody's thing was like, it wasn't a big moment because after that, they got swept. Yeah, no shit, dude. But at the time, it was one of the biggest moments ever because the Lakers were 12-0 and going into that game. They had game one at home against a team that everyone knew fucking didn't belong there. It was Iverson and everybody else. Okay, you had an old-ass Matumbo who was still hanging in. But Iverson put up, what, 55 points at that game and gave the Lakers their first loss in the playoffs? That's why it was a big moment because it showed how fucking awesome that guy was. It's, I, I agree with you. It but, showed you what a legend I, AI was because no other team could beat the Lakers. And Iverson literally took the entire fucking team on his back and hit a not a game winning shot, but a very critical shot in that game over a super fucking good defender. What Say what you will about Tyrone Lue from Nebraska. Nobody fucking cared about him. He was a really good. He was kind of like a tie Like, that's exactly what his whole role was. And they stuck him on Iverson the rest of the series. And he did kind of shut him down. But in that game, Iverson showed you that how good he was. Where the, he, you knew the Sixers I, weren't going to win. I totally agree with you. It's insane to call I that totally, a fucking bad move. And it pisses me the fuck off. Uh, no, but now, no, see, this is where you go off the hinge. Not I think you guys, I, but there were a lot of no, guys besides I think this three. is where you go off the hinges. Why? No one's saying it's a bad move, and then you say it's a hot take. I don't think it's a hot take, and no one said it was a bad move. Everyone says it's a crossover. Saying it's overrated and shitty is insane to me. It's not, but no one said it was a bad move. Of course, it was a great crossover. Everyone says it's a great no, shot. No, I meant a bad move by like the actual, like how we how we rate the play. Yep. I think the play is not overrated by anything by any means. I think it's extremely iconic. It I think is. it encompasses exactly. exactly. I think it encompasses exactly what AI was, how he carried his team for exactly the reasons that Come you on, said. Man. And I think it is a moment that encompasses what Philadelphia is, and it's outside Philadelphia. That's a moment that's a national moment. Eric Snow and George Lynch and like fucking Theo Ratliff. Like, come on, dude. These guys were idiots. The, 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 the thing that people miss when they criticize it is like, yeah, I think they probably would they criticize the significance of it. But like the significance of it in the game versus the significance of it to a player that is arguably the greatest, one of the greatest Sixers, uh, arguably the greatest Sixer of all mm-hmm. time and, and Allen Iverson. Like, that's his iconic moment, like you said. Like, and that's the value of the play, not the. Uh, sure. Not the wh- where it was and, in the game what, or what, what it meant. That's what people are complaining about. It's like they didn't they didn't win the championship. Like, uh, it was you know, Tyron Lue's not that good. Like, you know, and <laughs> he I, was I, so Matt, good at Matt, defense. I agree with you. It's I insane. agree with you, Matt, that like 
I don't think the, the Crossing Broad guys are hot take artists at all. I, at I, all. I know they aren't, but it still, it still feels hot takeish to me. It's like, how is that? Like, how are you? Like, as as a as a human being that, that loves the Sixers, how are you not like that moment? Like, just seeing yeah. it on the screen. Like, oh, he how played, does that not get your played, ass going? He played fifty two of fifty three minutes in that game and scored forty eight points. I he think played what, every fucking minute but one. I think what stands out to me the most is that that moment signifies exactly who Allen Iverson is. Yeah. No matter how good a defense Tyrone, Tyrone played, Tyrone Lou played, he did the crossover. Tyrone played, put the hand right in his face. He made it. Yes, did he trip over his feet? It's not that the crossover made him fall over. He did trip over his feet. And I could That's be wrong God's about honest this. Truth. That's the God's honest truth. Yeah. But he did fall over. And Allen Iverson looked him right in the face and stepped over him in yeah. the finals and won that game and the reason he because did, of him. And the reason he did the step over, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. I think they didn't put Lou on him till late in that game. There was another guy who was defending him the whole game, and Iverson was just having his way. And he brought in Lou, and he looked at Lou like, all right, bro. So like when he did that over him, it was kind of like a you can't defend me either thing. I think it was just the way the pace of the whole game went. You're probably right. It's just, Dude, it's it's just AI. AI. It's, AI, it's yeah. just AI. It was just AI in the prime of his career mm. in the in the championship series, and they won that game. That's why I don't think it's overrated. Shitting on that, that moment that, is that, so that, fucking wrong. To like me. That you're, like what you said, soul. like that moment, it just it just symbolizes. It just means so many more things than than just that moment. It's like it's like this is AI. Like this is this this was our team for a lot of years and we did nothing to help him, but we want to remember AI as this fucking badass. Yeah. And that's the it's moment the, you for, came off two that, that tells seven us wins. that we you know, this is our badass. This is our guy. And the city of Philly had nothing to that point. They had the ninety-three fills and, and nothing before after that. And then you had two game sevens where Iverson literally won you two game sevens and then he beat the twelve and 0 Lakers. Like, come on, man, just let it breathe. I think let it breathe. It's been what, since two thousand one? Yeah, but people I, are making it for their Stuffing it again, and that's because silly. it's, it's the 20th anniversary. anniversary. Stuffing. I think it's the. It should be talked stuff. about. But I think the, it's but the, the unfortunate reality of exactly what you said is that Philadelphia doesn't have that many to, championships. To that sure, it's, it's, it's the, wrong. and that's it's fair the unfortunate too. reality that we don't have that many championships. It's an iconic. Matt, I did see. I did see one guy say, "Like, is this what we're resorting to?" And you want to be like, "Kinda, yeah, bud. We haven't had the greatest history. Let I, us have what we have." Ben Livingston trying to say something. Fuck you. The Crossing Broad guys, like, ah, that's unfortunate because I do like those guys. I, yeah. I love Rush Joy. I I love Kevin Kikay. I think his we would be boys with them. We we would we would get along very well. <laughs> I mean, is this us just giving them a hand job? Whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I just at like their Nuke, work. At Nuke, what is, can you do it, Matt? At Nuke RB CFH Pod. At Matt RB yeah, CFH Pod. Dirty Mike doesn't matter. Let's collab. Uh, I understand their point. It does, but I I I would just disagree, and I I disagree because I think it's just unfortunate we just don't have that many uh, championships. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, to Julio Jones Dude. blockbuster trade that doesn't have that many blockbuster implications as far as trade value goes. He goes to the Titans for not that much. No. Um, for what? Uh, Second round pick. Scariest wide receiver duo in the league. Who's, yeah. Who, by, by I mean, far, who, who, not even close. Who, yeah. Not I, even close. I was trying to think the other day of who even competes and I went Cowboys and then I'm like, yeah, I don't know. No, like no. who else is even there? Yeah. Who else is uh, Amari even there? Cooper's a good player, but he he can't sniff either of those two's dicks. Um, AJ Brown, he can't sniff AJ Brown's dick. AJ Brown is way better. Amari Cooper, when healthy, can definitely sniff uh, he's AJ Brown. He's dick. a little bitch. I mean, there, it's that's probably it, the best. Can we not go straight to the Cowboys? We're talking about the Julio Jones trade. Jesus Christ, Dirty did Julio Jones. 
is German. trade it to the Tennessee Titans for what a second and a fifth? It was a second and eating and a the fifth, contract, a fifth, sixth swap or some shit. Stupid. It, it essentially a fucking second round pick. The I mean, question is this: Why was any other team in it if that was all that was? And the know. answer is Furious. the contract. Furious. Yeah. Which is what? Do you know? The Eagles the Eagles next year have like the lowest fucking payroll in the league. I'm I'm furious with it. It's not just the Eagles. You have to go get Julio Jones. You have to. It's not just the Eagles to me. It's like, why isn't any other team trying to get in on it? Which of course there's probably tons of teams trying to get in on it, but Which is why I was wondering if it was like sort of like a uh like a since he's you know, one of those elite players, it was like a player sort of like choice. Picking where he went. Yeah, like uh, you know very well could be. Uh, He's right, because Julio did say at the beginning of all this he's like i want to go somewhere with a big arm quarterback and then like he goes on to say that his first choice is with cam newton in new oh. england and i'm like what? okay so that makes sense because cam newton definitely has a big arm sure <laughs> and then he goes to cam newton goes, has a big arm yeah what are we cam even newton, talking about has seven yards what are we talking if you couldn't yeah. if you couldn't read my sarcasm there you have issues Holy Nick, shit, I laid it on thick. Doctor. I laid that on thick. <laughs> and then he ends up in Tennessee with fucking Ryan Tannehill, who is just a guy. Just a guy. He could have he could have went so many places. And if the Eagles are interested, they should have made that happen for a second round pick. Like, And then you see Brown and Jones already bonding where Brown tried to give him his jersey number and Julio was like, nah, man, you keep it. And you're going, cool. Oh, yeah. Like they're already bros. Man, Ryan Tannehill gets no uh, no love. He sucks. But like he kind of big Tannehill I mean, guy. No, I'm just saying like you know he kind of like you know he's overcome Super some things life. in his career. Oh, you know didn't work out in, in Miami and not he had that wife. injury, that real bad injury, and then a real went, Carson Wentz story going to the Colts. And now you know no, and then now he's come back and you know had success here in in took Tennessee. him to an so, AFC hey, look, took him to I, an AFC title game two yeah. years ago. I mean, so yeah. I'm saying I'm just saying yeah. you know. Yeah. Maybe a little big tan hill guy. Maybe. Yeah, he sucks. He sucks. I don't think he sucks at all. Yeah, he, he I, definitely I, sucks. I mean, he's not going to have a monster Aaron Rodgers type year, but I think he's the type of quarterback. He's Ryan Tannehill quarterback that can win a Super Bowl. Sure. Ryan Sure. T- Absolutely. If guys like Joe Flacco can do it, then so can Tannehill. Bro, all right, all bro. Right. I, the, Come on, dude. Tannehill's a Flacco that, type of guy. It had nothing to do with the quarterback. It had it had everything to do with the team. The Falcons just they they don't think defense matters, and they've always been that way. Um, Ryan Tannehill is a lesser version of Matt Ryan. You got the Brad Johnson. They're, they're, they're pretty much the same guy. Matt Ryan's a little bit better. I mean, so the quarterback thing doesn't hold any weight. The I problem mean, is Tennessee's life defense he, sucks. So they need to they need to really yeah, does it though? Last I mean, year it stunk. Two they, years ago it was they good. Went last to year it stunk. Championship. Two years ago. Last year their defense was ass. Oh, whatever. I mean let's bottom see. third. Yep. So they need to step it up. All right. Anything else in Julio Jones? Nope. Great. Um something <laughs> Whatever. Floyd versus Logan Paul. Dirty and Nick, I go to you on this. What's like what's next? You know, that's all I want to know. Is like these guys are are they're definitely captivating, right? Like they're bringing in a huge audience. People are paying for this. Yeah. For 50, sure. 50, 60 bucks. There were people like lining up, like excited for this. And I was I I mean, personally, I didn't care, but like I did follow it on social media because I was just a, like a slight I didn't pay for it, is what I'm getting at. But I did follow it on Twitter. Um I don't care about the fight. I care about the aftermath of it. Yeah, or or the or the pre 
Uh, I don't the care about that either. I don't care about that either. No, see, I, I watched the pre, all the in-their-face the stuff, the, pre, the press conferences, the weigh-ins. That's always stays dirty. Come no, on. of course it is. So is the fight, Nick. The whole the whole listen, thing is that listen, Mayweather yeah, held him up from true. getting knocked out. The fight, but, but I don't think he was held up. That's the point. Maybe. But that's the point. The fight should not be staged. The pre-stuff should be staged because it sells tickets. The fight's not that's staged. That's the point. I don't think the fight that's was staged. That's what I'm saying. It's not fucking staged. But as an exhibition... I think they knew the outcome. Yeah. Well, oh, no, because obviously. it just it, it, yeah. it just was what it was. It was arguably the greatest boxer of all time going against an amateur. They, so they basically he was went oh, one and one going into the fight against fifty and zero oh, Mayweather. Yeah, no, it's you know, and, it's and, laughable. And, and we got into it. These two fucking YouTube guys, or this YouTube guy and the best boxer of all time, sold us on it. Right. No, but I'm saying like, and then Floyd had that press conference after, and basically just said like, yeah, I, I just stole everybody's money. Yeah. And, yeah, it was legal no, burglar. No, and that's fine. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, and and if there's an audience for it, then whatever. They're yeah, there always will be. That's where I'm at. There always will be. That's where I'm at. The guy's a fucking genius. The way the way that Floyd said after it all, he goes, "If you're gonna keep paying me, it's legal burglary." Jake Jake Paul's fighting Tyron Woodley in what a couple a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Tyron Woodley's a former UFC welterweight champion. The guy's a fucking animal, and he's gonna be, fight Jake uh, fight Jake Paul. And if, I, if that, he shows up with a pot belly, I'm a belly, sucker because I might happening. actually buy that because I Logan Paul's kind of like a bozo. Like I don't care about him. Jake's like the guy that everybody cares about. Jake is Jake's the interesting. He, one. He's the guy. Like he's what everyone cares about. So he's and Woodley and him are like kind of a thing right now, and it's interesting. Like Woodley just had a UFC fight like a month ago. He got his Logan's ass beat. Boring. They're saying his career is over, but he's kind of now faltering in, and he thinks he knows his UFC career is over, and now he's going into the boxing. I know. I I, I learned. Uh, listen, I learned about him when we were doing the whole uh, the COVID thing where we had to like lock ourselves inside and stuff. I yeah, watched a lot I, I of still UFC. Watch the, I Is that still what do. COVID was when we locked ourselves inside? Yeah, they, they made us lock ourselves inside oh for no God, reason. I had no idea. <laughs> Shit was crazy. All right. Um, I think that's enough on Floyd and Logan Paul. Go with and it. I think that's it. I think it's all we have to talk about. And to wrap this all up, it really is more the, all about the Sixers. Yeah. Right now, Tuesday night, the line could absolutely change. Sixers are one and a half point favorites going into Friday night in Atlanta. I think the Sixers win game three. I do. I think it's going to be a split series in Atlanta. They come out two and two. In my opinion, bet the Sixers. Yep. 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 Please, please don't pull this fucking shit where all of a sudden Thursday they pulled Joe. Please play Joe. Uh, they're not. They're not. Please. I think play. Joe ended the game. He's playing the game. At that, at that, I will, I will say that. If Joe ends a game, he's playing a game. I think the Sixers are going to win Friday night. I think I think this is going to be the game where Trey Young does go off. This is what Jimmy was talking about. Let's let's see a game where both teams go off. I think Trey will go off and the Sixers somehow pull it off. And then we'll see about game four. But I do think it will be a split series and the Sixers uh, pull it off in six. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm betting uh, I'm, I'm betting Sixers. I'm betting Sixers on Friday. I'm putting it all in. We're, 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 what, is, what was the line? One Minus and one and a half. One and a half? Yeah. I mean, it's a money line bet. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. Let's go. Put, All right. put your money on it. Anything else, Jimmy? Basketball, Jimmy? All right. That's it. All right. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram, RBCFH Podcast. Follow me on Twitter, Matt RBCFH Pod. At Nuke RBCFH Pod. No need to follow Dirty. And we Thanks. will see you all next week. Good night. Thanks, yeah, Mark. Yeah. Thanks. What? Never mind. It's getting late.